Very weird. This is, you know what was really weird? What's that? There's this guy sitting across the table from me. <laughs> and, your, and your voice keeps coming out of his mouth. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? And it's, it's really disconcerting. In the future, I will be what's known as something that's not real. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a fake thing. A droid. I'm used to hearing your voice come out of headphones. Like, Same. Like, 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 like even... Even if I'm like you know, listen, listening to one of your many fine podcasts, please don't don't blow smoke or, up or, my or, podcast or, bum. Or you know, even if we we are having a chat, I'm still used to hearing you in a set of headphones. Sure. So again, just hearing your voice come out of a real person. <laughs> Look, if it's that disconcerting, I'm sure you have headphones here. <laughs> we can plug them into this, and you can turn and face the other way. The, the effects spoil. We're like. We're, <laughs> We've already had lunch together. Yes, I know. <laughs> it's, it's been brewing for a while, right? <laughs> I am enjoying yeah. the fine caravan park ambiance. It's um, glorious, isn't it? I did. I did mention before when we walked in that I haven't been in a caravan park in years, uh, and uh, hasn't changed. No, look, actually, where we're staying uh, this time, it's it's nice that the amenities do look like they were built. Um, sometime after 1974. <laughs> yes. So in that in that sense, it's not like all the caravan parks that you remember, but those ones are still out there. Yeah, oh God, yeah. And I've stayed in some of them. Oh, please understand too, it's not, I don't say that with derision. I just say that in that, uh, as a person whose idea of camping is four and a half star. <laughs> and caravanning doesn't fit into that. I don't know, have you seen some of the, these like enormous palaces? Oh, they're here? huge, yeah, man. Actually, that is one thing that I will say that I noticed, is the size of caravans have just gotten bigger. Mm. Like, they bigger. And they slide out the sides. And oh, and yeah, just, how crazy are them? They're enormous. Present company accepted. Well, yours pops. Like, it, it pops, pops up. It does. And it's got an awning thing that we're sitting under. It's very nice. It's quite. It's a wonderful Gold Coast afternoon. It is lovely. Where would you be? Why would you be anywhere else? Uh, cost of living, uh, hate the traffic, <laughs> too many Queenslanders. The commute's a prick. <laughs> um, but other than that, it's great. Could you imagine having to commute to your, where the people that you work for and with from here? Oh, no. In that if you lived here and your work was still down there? Well, that would be a very long commute. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, I don't actually, th- I don't think we even have people down here. I think they look after customers down here out of Brisbane. Yeah, probably, for sure. So, oh, even that commute would be horrible. Like, it, my benchmark for, yeah. like, a horrible place to drive <laughs> has always <laughs> yeah. has always been yeah. uh, the F3 or whatever they call it these days mm. between Sydney and Newcastle. Yep. Because there's always some road work. Yep. There's plenty of Muppets out there. Mm. It's just... It's, Preach that, sister. It, it's, mm. it's often unpleasant. Yes. But let me tell you... <laughs> That's now been surpassed by the Logan Motorway. Oh, well, look, because because it has a lot of those things about about the F three that are bad. Plus, it's full of Queenslanders. <laughs> now, I shan't have my fellow Queenslanders be besmirched so easily. To to the defence. Oh, really? How late were you getting here today, and why? Fucking Queenslanders. <laughs> um, 
Actually, we never saw the accident, so it could have been some of your compatriots <laughs> no, that caused the damn problem. It could have just been a bunch of you guys who couldn't merge. Oh. <laughs> and so decided to just back the whole thing four up all lanes, the way to Brisbane. Four lanes of 30 kilometres an hour for about 35 minutes. Oh, that's painful. The Logan Motorway is currently undergoing some uh, development work. And the best time to do that, as you would appreciate, David, is in the evenings <laughs> and overnight. So if you choose to drive on the Logan Motorway in the evenings... It was the afternoon. It's the afternoon in the school holidays. Well, see, that in part is why they are doing these roadworks, is to make the thing bigger. Because there's too many cars on it. It's just a nightmare. That'll fix it. It's a balls up. Honestly, don't get me started on toll roads. <laughs> it's just... Oh, I was I was very yeah, impressed though that it, it um, worked with our little City Link yes. tag. Oh no, it's great from in, Melbourne. In fact, clever. did you know that, that here's a great scam? Um, just because you live in Queensland, we only have one toll provider, mm-hmm. eToll. Right. So if we want to drive on Queensland roads and and the toll things, yep. you have to have an eToll tag, sure. whatever they call them. But I learned, no, you don't. You need to have a tag from a provider mm-hmm. because all of the other providers. Uh, in partnership slash we will honour your tag billing, all yep, of that yep. sort of stuff, without any charge. And different places offer you like different d- discounts and recharge fees and all sorts of things. So we've just gone, sure, Mr. Etol Man, here's our thing, and recharge us whenever we do the thing and stuff, go. But there are places apparently that will offer you, if you recharge 100 bucks, they'll give you 5 or 10 bucks extra. It's almost like... You're going to turn into one of those people who, who collects cans and tries to figure out how much fuel it would take to get to South Australia to get the 10 cents. Now, now, Dave, very shortly I won't have to worry about that because Queensland are bringing in uh, a recycling program that allows Ooh. per can per bottle. Are, are, are they going to allow it all the way down to the border? Because I can see a lot of people from Tweed Heads oh. popping up to Coolangatta to take some of that sweet Queensland government money right. back to New South Wales. With there them. will be lots of people that take advantage of it, <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, mind you, we have to put up with, or at least they probably have to put up with, um, the fact that Daylight Savings starts this week. Oh, yes, it, I, I realise that. The Gold Coast goes nuts. It does just, <laughs> it loses its collective shit. Because, like, if. You, being someone that lives in a state where both parts of the both sides of the river mm. under change at the same time, yeah. it's just everyone has to deal with it, right? Yep. The cows, no, no everyone pre faded curtains are purchased. Everything is a thing. Yep. Um, up here, if you live south of the Tweed, you can literally not only stand in two different states at once, <laughs> but stand in two different time zones at once. And we haven't moved. Like it's we're still in the same place. Um, so consequently, there are people who live in like the Northern Tweed area, yep. like just across from Coolangatta, that work on the Gold Coast. Mm-hmm. So they have to leave home, if I get this right, they leave home at the normal time they would go to get to work, which is an hour after they would start work. Yes. <laughs> I broke my own brain thinking that out. Well, see, um, I, I, I had a friend... But then get home an hour later. Yeah, that, that's the sucky part. I, I had a friend who lived in Tweed Heads, though, and... The one good thing that she liked about the daylight saving mm. mix was because of that, uh, there's actually two different, we're, we're talking quite a few years back now, but there were two different terrestrial TV broadcasts, yes. one for Tweed and one yes. for Coolangatta, yes. so that each of them could ha- be time shifted appropriately. Yep. So the best thing was if you got home and you missed your favourite TV show. in an hour. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you could just watch the Coolangatta version of the station. That's so great. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but now, you see, you have the opposite problem, obviously, being 
it's a, a TV concert. Oh, it's death. But at the streaming services, we've been watching Survivor in the caravan <laughs> on the iPad. It's been great. Well, uh, that is, uh, like the last couple of years, it's been a boon for me as a, a TV person living in Queensland. Because that's meant that with the live streaming services getting better and more reliable, that come daylight saving, I just log on and tell the web, the, the magical web browser that I my postcode is 2000. <laughs> and all of a sudden I get, you know, channels 7, 9 and 10 at DST time. At the proper time. time. Right, the proper time. <laughs> It is an advantage if you're a Foxtel subscriber because mm. they just go a big middle finger to the whole country and go, because we're based in Sydney, it's... <laughs> this it's is what it is. DST. <laughs> so even when it's not, when it's normal to Eastern Standard Time, people in Perth, if it's on at 7.30, they know it's on at 5.30. Wow. Right? They have to deal yep. with that normally. Mm-hmm. Bang. All of a sudden, that 7.30 show, that for New South Wales, <laughs> Victoria... <that> <laughs> Is 6.30 in Queensland and 4.30 in uh, Western Australia. So the whole reason that it's in prime time to hit a specific, you know, like uh, ratings category or mm, like um, mm. uh, classification because yep. it's got boobies or whatever. Out the window. Hello, Perth. <laughs> Just some casual nudity happening on your Foxtel, ready for the kids to see it. <laughs> Straight up to school yep. too. Great Perfect. timing. <laughs> if you're a latchkey kid, there's an education waiting for you at home with your Foxtel. But it's it's crazy, man. Honestly, when it, when there was no live streaming stuff, it was a nightmare. It was it seriously because it was like, oh great, so I'll tweet about all of the reality shows in an hour when Ooh, no one when cares no one about cares. it. Oh, thanks. Bye. Oh. But I mean, yeah, look, the, the the catch is this: that broadcast terrestrial broadcast TV is in the shit, and you can tell I'm on holidays, swearing everywhere. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's not going great. No. And although I did, and again, I don't follow this sure. as closely as you do, but I saw that you know, Bruce Gordon and Lachlan Murdoch were making another go at 10. <gasps> and I, butterflies, yes. And, I, and I'm going, as if anyone at 10 would want Lachlan Murdoch to come back, he's the whole reason oh. that, they're, that they're in this mess in the first place. It's, it's so like, perfect. Sure, come and have another go. It's Why so not? perfect, Dave. So for those that are playing at home that don't know, Channel 10... They're in receivership, so they need to find people to go huge, huge debts. Because they had a really effective business model that worked for two or three decades. Yeah, yeah. And Lachlan Murdoch came in. And and but they never <laughs> kept it up. That was part of their problem. Mr. Murdoch came in, ruined it all. Threw it out the window. Blah, blah, blah. Spend the money, spend the money. No income, no income. <laughs> oh, I think we might have a problem. Um, so then, in a, 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 a amazingly ironic movement of justice... Earlier this year, Messrs. Gordon, Packer and Murdoch said, oh yeah, that line of credit that we're guaranteeing for you, 10 Network Holdings, with the Commonwealth Bank, we're not guaranteeing it anymore. So you guys can't pay it back. So, oh well, you'll have to go into receivership rubbing their hands with glee because we'll get to buy a network. Nice and cheap. Nice and cheap. All the while knowing that they and Mr. Murdoch's father have lobbyists working in Canberra to change the media laws so they can buy it. It's almost like the deck is stacked, Stephen. So <laughs> that know, was someone should have a political podcast where they can oh, talk about this. If only. So that's... I, I, I probably wouldn't listen to it, no, but someone should have that show. <laughs> Call it the PTSD podcast. <laughs> um, so they thought we're in, we're in. We're in. We'll get the law changed. We'll get to buy it. You know, blah blah blah, and everyone's thinking, well, it's going to be. I mean, even. I, I picked it when Lachlan Murdoch came in and said it's going to be Fox 10. 
they're going to foxify the news. It's going to be all of the horrible things that we have in, in Fox television in America, here in Australia. That's what it's going to be. It'll be a thing. It'll be non-stop bolt. Oh. And, and look, they've already tried to do that uh, with the... Fox like, News became a porn channel so subtly we didn't even notice it. <laughs> they've, they've, they've tried to do that uh, a bit at Sky already. Yeah. Uh, like, like with the... Like the after, like during the day, they actually have some journalists Well, with on, Fox on Sky. buying Sky. They yeah. bought out 7 yeah. and 9 and 10. Yep. No, lo- it's all Fox. <laughs> now it's yeah, Paul Murray, Andrew oh. Bolton, Alan Chris Jones. Chris Kenny. <laughs> Chris Kenny. Son of a bitch. I guess Alan Jones, a TV show. Do you you remember Alan Jones' TV show on Free to Air? Um, Vaguely. So they put him up against Hinch. Yes, yes, yes. And he didn't last very long at all. No, because he has no presence. He's just this buffoon. He's just angry all the time. Sounds like a podcast, I know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So they thought they were going to do it. The Senate dragged their heels on this legislation, which made it harder for them because mm-hmm. they can't make a bid until they can officially buy it. Yep. Um, and then the receiver, the what do you call the administrators, have come out and said, oh, we're talking to some people. Stuff's happening. And then all of a sudden, just <laughs> drop this massive, by the way, the biggest TV network in America, CBS, want to buy 10. Now, history... 10 already had um, some deals with CBS. Some content deals, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And were the largest single creditor. <laughs> well, there you go. Like that output deal that CBS had with 10 reportedly was in the realms of like $200 million a year. Wow. Like huge money. Yep, yep. So they owe them a lot of money. So CBS went, yeah, look, this is really simple for us. We can come and pay out all the debts of the other organizations, mm-hmm. which I think equated to about 140 mil. <laughs> we are then the only and largest creditor other than the staff. Who wants to buy 10? We do. <laughs> um, so they put their bid in and the administrator said, we accept this bid and we would recommend that this bid be the one. Mr. Murdoch and Mr. Gordon... Got very sooky. <laughs> Look, I think if we want to use the official legal term, yeah. lost their shit. Uh, High Court challenge. They cut the administrators have acted improperly, blah, blah, blah. The High Court goes, ha, nah. Um, so consequently, and, and all the while, Daddy's newspaper <laughs> has been pillaring, absolutely, hanging it on 10. Blah, blah, blah. Management are horrible. They're going to ruin everything. The world is ending. We can fix it and they can't. Um, this is from well, the, the loss-making Australian. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the very same. Oh, man. Stephen Brook and Lurch get me every time. Um, so, that gets accepted. Mm. Like, as in, it's, mm. sure, we think this is the one. Coincidentally, 11th 11 and a half for our deal is made by bloody the next team, Nick Xenophon and his crew, mm-hmm. to, to get the media ownership law changes through. Also, just casually, deal with One Nation, fuckers. Um, but that's to, to the credit of Mr. Fifield, uh, the Minister for Communications. He said to him, look, yeah, yeah, fine, we'll do that, but as a separate piece of legislation. Meaning, sure, it's not going to get up, but I'll give you what you want for now. <laughs> Um, so that gets changed, which means they swoop in and go, we're going to make an alternative offer, a bigger offer. Like the day of, or the day before the 10 staff met with administrators to vote on, you know, which, which offer are we going to accept? Mm-hmm. So we're upping our offer. Do you think the channel 10 staff voted to accept the offer from the people that fucked it up in the first place? I'm going to guess that they did not. Big no. <laughs> 
CBS, they voted, they accepted that we want that one. Uh, and I think now it's just with the Foreign Investment Review Board to go rubber stamp, done, have a great life, CBS. And as a part of it, they're not just buying 10 and dealing with all the debt. No more publicly listed company. Private mm. company. Yep. So 10 Network Holdings, a fully owned subsidiary CBS. of CBS Limited or whatever they call themselves over there. That's, LLC or something. Look, that sounds like a pretty good deal for 10, to be honest with you. Oh, it's a massive deal for 10 because mm. as a part of their offer, they have confirmed no job losses. Nice. So they're keeping the staff as they have. CBS's model in the States is that they not only buy in from uh, organizations who make content, but CBS Studios is big. Yeah, they make, they a, make lot a lot of stuff. <laughs> so expect to see a lot more of that. So, so, pop up. so we're going to see uh, NCIS Perth. <laughs> Actually, I think, I've, I think I've already made that joke. Yeah, NCIS Wangaratta. Um, we will uh, likely get that pushed into Australia as well, where they'll go, actually, Channel 10, you can make some stuff now. Mm. There are content makers in Channel 10 who are just rubbing their hands with glee at the chance to even pitch stuff. Uh, it's a huge opportunity. They're also bringing it... We became a TV podcast again, Dave. What happened? I was going to say, this is what, this is what happens when, when Malt's TV talk, the podcast oh, goes off air. I have to fix that. That's right. We can talk about caravans. Oh, <laughs> do, do you like how nicely aligned my caravan is with the slab here, Stephen? Yeah, I'm impressed. I wanted to ask you how you balance it up, because my limited understanding of physics is that you back your caravan into your spot, mm. and you go, that'll do. Well, no, so you back it in, and then, then what you do is you, you get your spirit level, and you pop it on the floor with like a little bubble Are you level. deadly serious? Oh, yeah. And then you see which side of the van is... Is like, down and is, low and is, stuff. Yeah, and then see, I've got a little ramp. I know you've got the, the, got yeah, a ramp the there under the. Yeah, but Steve, I, I, have, to, I have to make a, um, a... If you want the answer to the CBS stuff, tweet me. Yep. I, I have to make an admission. Yeah. Yeah, I got cucked. Someone else did it for Someone you. Someone else had to do it for me. <laughs> Listen, but it's not entirely my fault. So I'm back- the backing in or the chocking? No, well, no, no oh, the chocking I did. No, but so I'm backing in, and I'm, and I'm like, I'm doing okay. It's pretty tight. There's not a lot of room yeah, to move. No, it's caravan park. And, and the old, guy, the old guy who's he's not there anymore. They've, they've left. But the guy across the way goes, "It's all right, mate. I'll, I'll guide you." And I'm like, "Okay, thanks, thanks that's, mate. That's very generous." Anyway, and partway through, like he starts going things like, "Oh, left hand down," and I'm going. No, mate, I'm pretty sure if we do that, that's just going to jack it up. No, 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 no. Okay, mate. Oh, no, no. I meant, oh, no, sorry. You know, you're right. Right hand down. And it was just a disaster. We're going back and forth. At this point, like, the front of my car is kind of, like, wedged up against the, the drawbar oh, of his van. Oh, no. This thing's, like... <laughs> meanwhile, there's... See uh, that, that, that vacant spot over there near the camp kitchen? <laughs> yeah. Of an evening, food trucks pull up there. Really? Yeah. And they have a different one each night. And right. Yeah, and the guy from the food so that's where everyone turns up and watches. Well, no, the guy from the food truck walked over. and He goes, "Mate, I just, I just can't deal with this." Can I help? Do you want, can I help? We're like, sure. And we, we had a couple more guys, and he goes, "Do you want me to do it?" Like, <laughs> and, you, and you know what, Stephen? You know what, Stephen? You let him. I, I, I sure did. <laughs> Because I, I, I am confident enough oh, a man to ask for directions, and I'm also happy to be cucked by someone else who's going to back my caravan in for me. Because there was it just wasn't happening. As long as that's like an actual, like literal thing, and not a euphemism. Like if it's a euphemism, I don't want to know about it. Having no, now, no, 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 having now no, met no, your no, wife, no, no, I don't no, need no, to know no, about Stephen, people backing things Stephen, in. Stephen, it is a euphemism, <laughs> not the literal. No, it wasn't literally. No, it's definitely only a euphemism. Right. Okay. Catching up with the way we actually talk about that now. <laughs> Got it. Um, well, that's yeah, well, it's here and it's level and you're in place. It's great. It's great. And getting it out's easy, right? Because once it's backed oh, yeah, in, easy, piece bit. of cake is just back the car up, connect. Off we go. Whoop, 
later, we're going somewhere else. Because this is not your standard... Well, I'll say my expectation of a standard caravan park, which when there's not lots and lots and lots of people, most caravan places are drive-throughs. Oh, well, see, it depends. See, like the, this one, I, I'm going to guess this one's been around a long time. I think the, like the drive-through—it's got hedges in between things. It does. It does. There's no drive-through happening there. No, You're no, backing that in. There you are. And, and but see, they were all like that. Like the, the, the drive-through is a bit more of a of a new thing. Really? Oh, it is. Spot I've, the guy who doesn't own a it's, caravan. It's because <laughs> it's because grey nomads have enormous fans, <laughs> <laughs> and you almost can't back them in <laughs> with any kind like. Any certainty? They, they're enormous. Like, yeah, like yeah. how do you back that bloody thing in? And so, drive through. That's if that's, there are children the within solution. twenty meters, you're just sacrificing them to the caravan gods. You might as well. That's all it is. <laughs> Dave, have I told you um, our brand new car? I saw the photos. Three bloody weeks old. My lovely wife was driving it from the junior campus of the school where she works and, and our daughter goes mm-hmm. to the senior campus of the school where our son goes. Mm-hmm. And the car was doing some weird turning something in front of her, like around the art, the end of school pickup time. So not heaps of people around, but enough. Yep. So she stopped. And then just hears this. Oh. <sighs> A beautiful so, new car. So, so your new car that you had to wait weeks for to get the right colour, has, has it gone to the smash repairers yet? We've had it assessed. And the okay. guy went, this panel, this panel, this panel, this, 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 mm-hmm. we'll just replace it. Mm-hmm. So they know what they mm-hmm. need. That was two or three weeks ago. Right. So they know what they have to get. And the insurance company has said... Not your problem. Great. Turn up and do it. We went, thank you. And it's going to happen when? Oh, the most inconvenient <laughs> time possible. I'm about to go away for a week. So, and school goes back next week. Well, hang on. Well, hang on. But you've got, you've got the Harley. Surely your wife can just <laughs> dink the kids to school on no. that. <laughs> no, she cannot. Um, so she has to listen, get... Listen, I've been to Southeast Asia and I have seen at yes. least five people on a scooter. Easily. <laughs> they are much smaller than, than yes. a Harley. My wife has not been to Asia <laughs> and would not even consider it. <laughs> Um, Look, you put one in the front and one on the back. It's easy. Oh, no, I know how it works. <laughs> if you're really game, one goes on your shoulders. You know, it's not it's not a hard thing to think out. Um, so the first day of school, Tuesday coming, she has to drop the car off at the car, at the, the fixer-upperers, yep. the scra- yep. smash repairers, and they need it for um, a total of eight days. So we can, we're lucky we can borrow her mum's car so they can get around. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, the, and this is where the timeline gets tight. If they don't have the parts or something goes wrong or there's more damage than they first assessed once they get the bits off. Yep. Our plan's going to disarray somewhat because we're meant to get the car back on the Wednesday of the next week. Mm -hmm. And then the Friday immediately following it, two days later, (laughs) we are driving a round trip of about 2,500 kilometers for my dad's 70th birthday party, which we must Dear God, we must podcast straight after I've done that trip. <laughs> good. Well, that's good because I actually do have your dad on, on the list. No. <laughs> well, no, no, I do. Hang on. Let me just find what page. I, you didn't, you, 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 I didn't think you'd bring the whiteboard with you. You didn't believe that I had the list, did you? No, I knew you had a list. I didn't think you'd bring the list with you. Oh, it's, it's, in, it's, in my, it's in my bullet journal. Yes. And so that, that goes everywhere. We're, the Mulk list. There you go. Page 80. <laughs> it's, it's indexed. Yeah. His hand indexed that, it at the front. That, that's why it's a bullet journal. Um, uh, where, where is it? Mulk uh, list. It's not Mulk, my fault. Mulk's parents. 
And, and, and I think in brackets I had racism, but then I, I, I got no, rid of that fiction. I don't think you need to get rid of it. I think they're just inherently linked. Um, look, continue. So if they don't have the car ready, then it's going to be. We yeah. are not going down in Michelle's mum's car. Right. So, look, we'll just go and hire a car, is the short answer. However, and that will be sad for a couple of reasons. It'll be great because we're not putting lots of kilometres on the car, mm -hmm. but it will be sad because we actually kind of wanted to go, look, here's our new car. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, speak, speaking of holidays and driving lots of places. Yes. <laughs> it's a long way to come to Queensland from Albury. It is a long way, a long Dave. Way. And Steve... I'm basically going halfway to Albury <laughs> to see for my dad's party. <laughs> you, you pretty much are. We're yes. doing it in a weekend <laughs> and coming back again. Yeah, I don't envy that. So, you know, you know I'm a bit of a sentimentalist. Yes. I, I think, it's what I appreciate about I, you. I think by now, with the conversations you, you, we've had, you would know that, yeah, that, that, that is me. Yes. Nostalgia is a big deal. So, see, so I, I took the family to SeaWorld yesterday. Great. And, and, and that, look, they, they don't have the... Former uh, home of Sunrise sports <laughs> presenter Mark Beretta. Well, they don't have the water skiers no. there anymore. You know why? Because there was an accident. There was an incident that happened <laughs> where a water skier like flung, or hit the beach and went off into the crowd, and Ooh. yeah, someone got hurt. Uh, yeah, so the jet skis there instead of that now. Uh, but the one thing that I really remember from mm. my childhood—I I, I was at Sea World when I was about four years old. We came out. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, we, we had a caravanning holiday. Because it's a on great, the Gold Coast. it's a great thing too. Because they they haven't changed this. Not much. You, <laughs> you walk through the ticket area yeah. at SeaWorld, through the big open. Mm -hmm. Welcome to a magical place of water things, and like gift shops, sort of toilets, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then it opens up, and there's this whole park laid out in front of you. And the big thing is down the steps to this very very small beach where the big water course is, where they do the ski show. Yeah. Come, you know, yeah. what a jet so, ski show. So, so look. Yeah, like I said, I was four years old. We had a caravanning holiday. Now, it wasn't this caravan park. The, the caravan park uh, that we stayed at um, is the one that got bulldozed so that yes. they could build Jupiter's Casino. Good. So that's obviously no longer there. Uh, but, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted to recreate some of that, you know, those, that fu those fun memories. And, and my yes. biggest memory from SeaWorld was was the Vikings Revenge Flume Ride. <sighs> yes. And I, I was actually pretty excited about that because, you know what, it's still on the website. Yeah. But they shut it down in December last year. Bloody dream world. So is that why they shut down the Yeah, one hundred percent. Really? But because it was like the log ride yep. that uh, and, and mind you, the log ride wasn't the problem. Mm. Um it was a whole other ride with the floaty tire. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. That was the mm. sadly um issue where some people died. I think they'd had problems with the log ride at Dreamworld as well, and they kind of went, We're just getting out of water rides for the moment, like that. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think at the time, as a part of that, um, there were a few other theme parks that did the full, then, right, well, we're going to make sure no no one dies at our park, because yep. who wants to go to Dreamworld of Death? Um, <laughs> well, well, let me tell you, it's not on our agenda for this no, week. No, copy that. <laughs> but, but to be fair, I don't really need to see the Wiggles. We've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they're, they're, look, it's the only Lego store in Australia there now, but you don't have to go into Dreamworld to go into the Lego store. Oh, oh there's a it's hot Worth tip. a visit. <laughs> um, so... Lots of other places went, we'll do our safety checks, and a lot of places went, yeah, this is not safe. So, But it was fun. <laughs> it was. And look, the flume ride has been around forever. forever. And it was really simple. You got in this weird Viking-looking kind of boat, floated on water in like a big water slide, went around, up a thing, you basically went around the top of the castle, and then down, and you're done. That's it. Get out. <laughs> End of story. Um, 
But no, it's, it's, I hear that. There's, there's stuff that is close to yeah, the memories. I wanted, and... wanted to do that, did that with the kids. The other thing that I, I actually knew before we came that I wouldn't be able to do uh, yeah. was uh, Magic Mountain. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not been a thing for a while. <laughs> it's been gone for a while. I know, but, you know, no cheerleaders. Like, uh, the thing is, like, I, I remember even as a four-year-old, Going to Magic Mountain, yeah, and yeah, you went on the chairlift, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, yeah. And there were some water slides there, and they were, you know, like fairly small. Yeah. But, but I, I do recall distinctly wondering what was so ma- magical <laughs> about Magic Mountain. Now, I reckon if you have like a four-year-old from Inverell who's like unimpressed, <laughs> you are probably not trying hard enough. But you probably didn't hang out with the right street performers who, <laughs> you know, were magic. Oh dear. I don't want to know. No, neither do I. It's pretty oh, freaky. dear. But lots of change, right? It's the Gold Coast. It's like everything, you know. When when we look at the things that we cast our minds back to as, you know, when we were children, even mm. teenagers, the stuff we reminisce about, some of us are able to, and I'm not saying me, I'm just, there are some of us that are able to um, be realists about that and go, look, it was a great thing for me then and, and I haven't romanticized it. And they might go back and say, oh, yeah, look, it's different or it's not as big or scary or, you know, whatever. Some of us, like me, <laughs> absolutely romanticise the crap out of some of that stuff. You go, oh, it's such a great time and this thing when we something and the blah, blah, blah and the whatever. Uh, and I know that if I went back to some of it now, I'd be like, this is, is it? Is that it? <laughs> that's, all, that's all it was? Like, how feeble is my 12-year-old mind that I thought this was excellent? Oh, look, I, I, had, a, I had a weird bit of that with... Um like visiting Inverell because yeah. We, we, just, yeah, we we needed somewhere to stop and it was basically either stopping in Inverell or Gundawindi and went well didn't we want us to stop in Inverell can show the kids you know, yeah. my, the old hometown and you know the houses I grew up in and yeah, all, yeah. all these sorts of bits and the pieces the home of Brewery Street yes the home of Brewery Street uh, the home of the Laserdisc player oh god bless <laughs> it <laughs> it was but uh, so we did all that that was all great and the the uh, the day we were going to leave, I decided you know I was going to go for a run before we um, sure. jumped, jumped in the car. And we were in a caravan park, sort of um, on the edge of what I'll generously call the CBD. <laughs> for Inverell, yeah. 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 And I went for a run down around you know along along the the McIntyre River, yeah. go through town, and uh, and I wanted to do about you know, about at least eight k's. So I'm running along the the river. Through the parks, past you know, all the shops were finishing. Then I'm mm. up at Camilleroy Oval, which was way down the end of town. And I looked down on my tracker. It's like you've done two kilometres. Oh, I'm just like, Inverell's a lot smaller than <laughs> I remember. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so then a you know, big, big run up Swanbrook Road, yeah, yeah. Up towards the hospital, and, and then it got hard because it was all uphill. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That had to mean you come down again. Well, yeah, but yeah, you know, it's oh, no. Nah, anyway, it, it did give me a bit of a shock once I got back. Finished it all up and went. Yeah, this is this is a really small place. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? It is. It, uh, it, it's not the first time I've been back. Like uh, it's it's over twenty years since I left for uni, and yeah. so I never really lived in Inverell again yep. after that. Um, but I have been back once or twice for um, for little things. So it's not like I've come back and got culture shock of oh, this, mm. all this stuff's completely changed. Um, but what was funny was pointing out particular things to the kids, going oh. That's new. It's a, <laughs> it's only been there twenty years because that bridge washed away in the flood of ninety one. And how much do the kids love that when you do it? You go, that's new. Who cares, Dad? It's all new to me right now. <laughs> the, well, actually, the biggest thing to come out of it for the kids is going past uh, at my old homes, and yeah. the, the kids are going, Dad, 
like, yeah. You go, why is it that you got to grow up in a really big house and we nice. don't? Nice! <laughs> um, yeah, Dad, why are you so poor? <laughs> like, ah, oh, housing's much more expensive than yeah. it was I back don't, then. I don't own a car yard and a laser disc player. <laughs> it was, it, yeah, it was, I'm just like, well... I haven't got a good answer for that. <laughs> Except that I Look, don't before you came along, hard. mum and dad had a great time. We well, enjoyed life. We actually got to lay a bit on them because we visited some other good friends of ours in Dubbo. Yeah. And they don't have kids. Great. <laughs> My mate has a room with shelving. Like, he, as an adult, mm-hmm. childless adult, sure. has been like buying all of the cool sneakers, oh, like all the Jordans, no. all the Reebok pumps, and all it's a the room awesome, of shoes. all the awesome stuff that he simply, that his family had no way to wow. provide for him when he was younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I said to the kids, you know, uh, uh, when the question came up, uh, why, why aren't we in a big house? I said what's the difference between Alex's house and, and ours? And they're like, oh, well, it's much nicer. And I'm like, yes, and there are no kids in yeah, it. <laughs> none of you two. <laughs> so, you know, that, 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 that at least diverted the questioning for long enough to distract him with something else. <laughs> Gosh. The, the, you know what the hard part was, Steve? What's it was that? going around trying not to like tell all the anecdotes of lawlessness. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's the place where... Oh, never yeah. mind. <laughs> There's the place where I... Ooh. Um, <laughs> I can't tell you I that walked one. past one day and someone might have been doing something bad. Yep. Uh, this is it. Yeah. That's where I parked my car and with the, we watched <laughs> other people do things together in... You know, the driving in Inverell actually shut down before I got my license? Talk, what? Talk about... Oh, talk about bad timing. Yeah, that's not cool. No. In fact, I think the only drive-in I've actually been to where I was actually you know, driving the mm. car was one that was in Brisbane. Was, was there one up near Indrapilly or somewhere years ago? Oh, look, could have been, sure. Anyway, anyway that, that, that's it. There's a, I know that, I think it's still running, there's a, um, uh, a twin screen drive-in cinema um, halfway to Brisbane. Right. Um, that still, like, I think they're still, I, I can't remember if they, now I feel bad. I can't remember if they shut down. I don't think they have. But they, they show, like, re- new release movies in the double feature kind of mode where you would pull nice. up. Yeah. There's a few people trying to keep the dreams alive. <laughs> keep the country, you know, growing, multiplying. Um, <laughs> I, I, we recently, and I mean recently in the last four or five years, did a big family road trip. Um, down to see my parents at Gilgandra, mm-hmm. uh, and then went on to Canberra, and they came with us, much, much to the bane of my wife's existence. She uh, just, uh, hang on, hang on. Did, was, was this like a, a convoy of multiple vehicles, of or did you have like a seven Multiple seater? as in two, yeah, no, no, they weren't coming with us. Oh. No way that would have happened. <laughs> oh, my wife would have stabbed me, um, like right there when I suggested it, had that been the case. Um but driving a convoy isn't easy either. Oh, whole... and we kind of even didn't really convoy. We oh, just went, good, we're leaving good. at this time and going there, and we'll see you there. Yeah. Just, we, we, as a teenager, like doing, doing the convoy when you go, go on a road trip, that's like kind of fun. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you start putting kids and stuff into the, the whole, let's travel together. Oh, Grandparents. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, we need no, to pull no, over no. here. We'll see you there. <laughs> you can stop everywhere you need to. We'll see you at the place. Uh, yep. So we... we like we went to to Gilgandra and Dubbo, and we went to the zoo and did all that stuff, um, and then went on to Canberra for Floriad. Mm-hmm. So we were down there in Canberra, and we were staying at the same 
um, uh, like motel apartment complex thing. Um, we said we're going to stay here, and so they booked there as well. Again, much to my wife's chagrin. <laughs> I said, "Get to see him at breakfast. That'd be great." <laughs> um, look, it was a trip. Anyway, the the best part the best part of it was don't Dave. This is not helping. It's going to be. Hard. I almost it's... need for the girls to turn up now so that we can include them in some of this conversation. It's going to be hard going back to just hearing you in headphones and not being able to see the angst on your face when you're telling some of these stories. Well, just take some mental pictures because how I'm feeling right now, whenever I go, oh, that's how that feels. That's what it looks like. Um. Conveniently, the end of that trip was us going our separate ways. They went back to Gill. Yep. We went on to Sydney, where I actually had a course that I had to attend. Uh, and very generously, my work at the time said, that's okay. Like they said, we want you to, can I do this course? We'll fly it down. So actually, we're on a road trip. So we'll, co- we'll, co- we'll cover the um, uh, fuel if you can accommodate us. Yep. And I went, sure. Nice. Like, just find somewhere and put on your card. So I found somewhere, Dave. <laughs> Where did you find? On the harbour, directly across the bay from Luna Park, on the north side. Oh, oh, oh. the best! Nice. Just right, round, round the corner from Malcolm. Yeah, I don't. It's some bay, something, something. I think <laughs> diagonally opposite from Malcolm, with the bridge in the way. So when you looked out from the like the lounge room of the apartment yep. at night yep. you saw the harbour bridge lit up with mm-hmm. Luna Park in front oh, of so it oh so you would have been like down near Blues Point or somewhere like that the, I was going to say Blues Point okay. probably there yep. uh, there was a uh, a ferry terminal mm-hmm. 20 steps from the front door like it's an amazing spot I, I got in a Uber or a cab or whatever and went off to my course for three days of that week mm-hmm. they painted Sydney every colour they went to Luna Park for a day, they went over and did stuff, caught ferries, and then we managed to allow work to pay for a couple extra days somehow. Uh, and we <laughs> caught the ferry to Manly and caught the ferry to Darling Harbour and all of the fun Sydney things. And then went home. Like, I think we stopped at Co- uh, Coffs Harbour for a day or two and then got home. So it was a nice holiday and stuff. But we needed that time at the end of the trip. <laughs> to get over the first part of the trip. It was hard work and it hasn't got any better. Oh, Dave. Like for, for, for people that stumble across our conversations and remember, um, remember the conversation that we had last week about, or the other week about same sex marriage. Yeah. Stuff. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, this will give you some context. We're going down for my dad's 70th birthday. Mm-hmm. I think I've said before, he's one of eight kids. His father was one of 11. There were only two boys in that 11, by the way, his dad and, and his brother, and the rest of them were ladies that didn't get married, and his brother didn't have any kids. So only Renatus Oswald, my grandfather, paternal grandfather, had kids. Wow. So all the Malkintons in that stream of the family wow. come out of that. Um, and all of dad's brothers and sisters have bred. So there's lots of them. Mm-hmm. Good Lutheran stock, you know, country Lutheran stocks that they've grown up fearing God and doing all that sort of stuff. Not many of the grandkids, though a fair few, have clung to the faith of varying denominational spread. Um, but I would say most to all of certainly dads. And that's, you know, I'm going to broad spectrum, broad brush here. Consistent with their age, consistent for, with their grow, their background and all that sort of They're still, you know, Christians or some connection with church in that way. Oh boy. Um, I expect most 
if not all of them, to be at Dad's 70th back in Gill, yep. where they were all born and grew up. Now, not all of them live near there. In fact, most of them don't live anywhere near there. Um, so they'll have travelled to be like, there if like they have Like most Australians. Yeah, as they should <laughs> not live there. Um, we, are, we are sliding in and sliding out on this. Like, we are driving halfway, staying... At, you know, at this place, and then turning up in Gill the next day, having driven for three hours or whatever to get there. Lunch, happy birthday. We'll hang around for the afternoon. There was going to be a bonfire at night, but due to current conditions, not a thing. So, blah, and then we're going. Oh, it's, look, it's six o'clock. We've got to drive for three or something hours to get back to our hotel <laughs> to get back. Yep. Because we didn't want to do the whole trip in a day. You could, but gee, it tuckers you out, to. right? Yep. So we're kind of splitting it all the way. So it's a, a whistle stop. To, I'm already in trouble from my mum for not hanging around longer. Um, because well, it's, it's, because like, it's like you can catch a flight to Gilgandra. No, it's <laughs> messy, Brisbane. right? The best you get is a flight to Dubbo. Um, and even then, that's expensive. And via Sydney. Yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> no, there is one place that will fly Brisbane to Dubbo. Oh, really? Just like there's a place that flies Brisbane to Albury. Oh, yeah. They, they, but j- it's ludicrously expensive. And it's only twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, it's not an option. It's not a thing. Um, so in going down, I've already got the guilts from mum. Why are you not staying around longer? Not because they want to see us. How are we going to spend any time with the kids? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Kid, yeah. You're going to have... <laughs> no, no, I want to say this, right? I'm one of four. I'm one of four. I'm the eldest. My brother, immediately after me, it's about three years-ish separation, he and his wife have struggled to have kids, don't have kids. Um, they're turning up. He is the golden child. He lived at home until the Friday, the day before, he got married. And then he moved out into the home that he and his new wife went home to. Is your brother John Howard? <laughs> oh, just cannot express how I feel about all of that. Um, not accurately. Not in a way that doesn't make me look like a dick. Um, oh, this is my, the best thing ever. <laughs> that is not fair. My next... So the, the eldest of the two girls mm. is about three or four years after him. Yep. And she currently lives now in Malaysia mm-hmm. with her husband and their th- three kids. Are, are they coming to Gilkandra? The eldest girl and her are. Wow. So they're flying in from Malaysia for Dad's birth. And that's awesome. That's, like, I haven't seen them. Quite seriously, I haven't seen them in years. But then, oh, I think Mum and Dad might have seen them recently-ish. Mm-hmm. But it's years. Yep. Um, and they're coming in for a week. Great. And it, and because it's Malaysia, my wife, uh, my wife, my sister is a teacher mm-hmm. of uh, English in some funky school in Malaysia. They were living in Thailand prior to this. So they've been in Asia for, I'm going to say, nearly six years. They've been over there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's happening, and they're coming over. And so, of course, they're the best. Um, but chosen, chosen son uh, and his wife are turning up. And it's the same thing. Oh, even though he's got a new job and she's got all this responsibility, they're coming down for a week. Breaking news, shitheads. <laughs> They don't have to get kids to school. They don't have to get kids from school. Back to school. They don't have a wife who has to work on the Monday. Like. Family's the best, isn't it? My youngest sister Mm. is, links very strongly in with our conversation prior to this. Right. Um, She and her female partner, who Mm -hmm. we, we, 
my wife and my kids and I love desperately. Mm-hmm. Persona non gratis. Family. Um, they, and they, cause they have, particularly mum and dad have waved between, we love you, come, we want to have a relationship with you too, but we don't understand why you can't be straight. Mm. So it's, and that in part is why I'm so passionate about the whole same sex marriage thing. Cause I look at my sister and go, it is absolutely ludicrous that she's, and she's a, a girl who grew up in the church, has, has no faith, has, has said that's not for me, um, f- has found a woman that she just loves and loves her. And I just go, why can they not? Like, why must they jump through 70 million legal loopholes under the laws that we have now to have exactly the same rights or as close as they can get to what my wife and I get by signing a piece of paper? Well, because if, Don't, we, if we give them we rights... not relaunching that whole... If we give whole, them rights, we might have to listen to Macklemore at the Oh, my final. God. Tony, <laughs> shut up. Like, seriously. I cannot... Did you know that... Here we go. Attorney General George Brandis had to come out and oh, say that and, we weren't going to invade Queensland and, and basically say that the member for Warringah, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, needs to put a cork in it because for an artist, and he did actually such as Macklemore, so Senator Brandis said that word, um, to perform at the NRL Grand Final is purely entertainment. <laughs> Dear sweet all of the God, <laughs> what is happening? Um, so there, there's that tension. So baby sister not coming. Mm. I can't even say that she wasn't invited because I know that mum and dad would have tried, but she has blocked them from every means of trying to communicate with her. I've not intentionally become an intermediary, but mum and dad know that I have a relationship with her still. They yep. don't. So, oh, when can we call? How can we get in touch with her? I said, if you send a letter, I will pass it on to her. Can't we send her an email? No, you can't. She's blocked you. Why would she do that? Can't ever imagine. Um, well, so send me a letter and I'll pass it on to her. How do we know you won't read it? <laughs> because it's I'm not none a, of my business. I'm not a 12 year old. Because I don't want to be in the middle of this to start with. Oh, boy. However, I understand why my sister is distancing herself from you Ugh. to protect her mental health. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're the worst because we're swooping in and swooping out. You know, we're not spending an extended period of time in Gilgandra where there is nothing. Like, I, this. please, don't think that I'm overstating this. There is the Castlereagh River and a bridge over the Castlereagh River. There is uh, an IGA. There is a hospital. That's Gilgandra. Yeah, that's pretty much it. That's, it's that's the my home of the Cooey March Day. <laughs> I, I, I know because we actually saw the sign. Well, well, I saw the sign uh, uh, advertising this centenary of it in 2015. Obviously, not, not a lot of call for billboard advertising outside of Gilgandra. It's like, let me look through your catalogue. What have you got available on major highways in New South Wales? Hmm. Look, this one in Gilgandra is going cheap. Yeah, there's a reason for that. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's the, the Newell Highway that, that goes from sort of that inland route that cuts up yep. through Dubbo and Gilgandra. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's, it's a midnight truck run. There is a big truck servo just outside Gilgandra heading north with plenty of room to park your truck and have a break and go inside and get a mixed grill and do whatever you need to do and get back in your truck and drive off. Um, that's it. That's Gilgandra. <laughs> We're not hanging around on the farm, the twiddle our thumbs and watch you go, 
the golden child is the best. Oh, isn't it so great that your sister and her eldest kid came over from Malaysia? <laughs> It'll be wonderful to see them. Yeah. Like the, the 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 thing I got was, how will we get to spend any time with you? And I I said you're not going to want to spend any time with us because you'll have all these great guests there. Yeah, but we want to spend time with you. Why don't you do something about that? No one's making you stay in Gilgandra. That said, if you come north, you're not staying with us. Like, that has been a long set rule by my wife. They're lucky if they even get to cross the threshold. That's where that's at. Because racism, because opinion, because everything. I am not bringing up... I, this is a personal rule. Mm. I'm not bringing up within the bounds of this weekend trip to Gilgandra, mm-hmm. the non-binding, non-compulsory marriage law postal survey. I'm not bringing it up. Right. I can guarantee you, <laughs> guarantee you, one of my aunties or uncles, yep. or even my dad, mm. will bring it up. Oh, God. They will bring it up, and not just in casual, polite conversation. It will almost be an intervention. <laughs> It will be Malk, we need to talk to you about what you've been posting on Facebook. <laughs> Come at me, bros, because I'm ready. Like, I have all of the answers to all of the stuff you think you're going to try and convince me with. And I know that I'm not going to convince you. I know. That's not going to be my intention. You, 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 well, I'm just swinging for the fences, man. Son of a bang. Son of a boom. That's what now, I'm doing. Can I just make a point? You seem to have come a long, long way in the last couple of weeks since Jeez. I understand maybe some people have some genuinely held beliefs that I disagree with too. Yeah, but nah. my, my parents nah. my parents and aunts and uncles don't fall into that, some people. They are your typical no voters. My just it's because I got sent they even forwarded me an email from like the bishop of Gilgandra or something. I don't know. Some dude that and and Oh, just they just sent me this stuff, and I read it and I went, none of that applies. Like all of the reasons why they say vote no, none of it has anything to do about changing the civil. Look, we're not having this conversation. <laughs> it's you realise that this crap's going on for another six weeks. It's a, it's just ludicrous, isn't it? Oh. It's just offensive, offensive. Six more weeks. It's like it's it seems like it's been dragging on for too long already. Like. I acknowledge that my social media circle is biased in a, in a direction. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nice people, <laughs> <laughs> like like listeners to this independent, fine podcast. That's right. Independent nice of their views, <laughs> I also know that I'd have to say, like, it's a nine something number, probably pushing ninety six percent. Got it. Filled it in. Sent it. Mm-hmm. Like. It's it's not a it's not the census. It's no. one tick box that's physically actually all you need to do, which in itself is horrific given the impact it's having on the community that we're now casting judgment on. Oh my god! Um, tick, envelope done. Six weeks. Who needs six weeks well, to well, fill a bit of paper out with well, a tick? <laughs> there's a there is a whole subset of people out there who want to vote no, and they know that if they do that, that'll be very, very wrong and bigoted. And so they're waiting for an excuse. Oh, what, like, like a text? Like a text message. Yeah. So that they can pretend that they were going to vote yes, but now... Oh, they're just going to unleash on this. Their hand has been forced. Uh, seriously, if you are voting no because of a text, you are voting no to start with, you horrible, <laughs> evil person. Because that's even worse they're, they're, than coming out and saying no. It's like, 
oh no, I was going to vote yeah. yes, but now I've been so mortally offended by being sent a text message which I could delete, which they're allowed to send <laughs> under the law that I must, out of protest, protest, vote no. See, that, Get out. Those people... <laughs> Which is our first literal mic Get drop. I cannot. I cannot. See, yeah, because they're not just horrible. They're also cowards. They won't, oh. even, won't even own their opinion. It, oh, Dave. Just this can't. isn't supposed to be a same-sex marriage podcast. No, but so racism. Or, or a because, TV podcast. Because... What, 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 what is this again? Oh, that's right. It's us talking about the life that we live and how <laughs> incredible it is. Um, it's a nice day on the Gold Coast. It's amazing. Day. Yeah, let's not let's save racism for the next one. I have to stand uh, up, Will Anderson, style just for a moment. <laughs> it's too much sitting down has made me angry and is impacting my bowel. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. Oh. Uh, I'm so busy over the next couple of weeks. It's really actually hurting. Like, I'm looking forward to some of it. Mm-hmm. And there's... Because I'm going on a, a camp up North Queensland tomorrow. Um, and there's no coverage, which actually won't bother me. Like, I'm a connected dude. I want to know stuff. I want to be able to send pictures and tweet and Facebook and all the rest of it. That there's no coverage for me to do that. Well, whatever. It's three days. I'll, you know, I'll take some photos, sure. But whatever. Um... But then after that, I'm hanging around and doing some of my, um, hey, uh, parents, technology isn't a bad thing. Just work out some boundaries about how you're going to run it in your house. I call it my understanding your kids mm-hmm. um, sessions with some churches. And that'll be great. And those days, I have to say, when I'm like that and it's on the road, are the best days ever. Because Cause then you're not in the office. <laughs> not in the office. I am doing nothing during the day. <laughs> Man, I hope that people I work with never hear this. Um, well, no, I, I can't even say that because I actually have a backlog of work to do, including a very important, like, 70-minute presentation that I'm making Tuesday week. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will be spending the days doing that. But the catch is I'm going to be spending the days, like the Monday and the Tuesday, sitting on a deck overlooking Mission Beach. Oh, how horrible. Writing that presentation. How horrible. Bloody awesome. <laughs> and then at night, I do my thing and I go back to stay at someone's house and off I go. Um, but then I come back from that. I'm at this other, the conference that I'm presenting this, this thing at. Um, and then it's like, I come back and then it's off to magical land for a week. Oh, God. It's, not, it's killing me. <laughs> I just can't. The ambiance is going to be ambiance. Yeah. Was it good for a swim? Oh, what are you pointing at? Good. It's going to be good. What do you mean? You have two feet. I'm not sure I understand what is happening. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How'd you do that? I got, uh, we're swimming. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because your feet were tall. Okay. So my son has turned up and he's hurt his foot. Your kids are here. Our wives are here. Look, I guess it's as good a time as it. Do we have anything else we want to say in front of them? Not in front of them, no. No. Everything. You. All the time, you. Yeah, no, you are no, no. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess, well, well, I guess we just it, we nothing left but to sign off. Well, yeah, that's Steve, it. Uh, bye, Steve. I love you. I love you too, Dave. Bye, bye. bye. bye.